I do not buy dreams. I sell them. to the flavor and take podcast i'm your host as always fred johnson and tonight i have my boss on the show no i'm just kidding um <laughs> with me tonight is my wife bridget and we were just having small talk because of course anytime we present a topic it obviously inevitably trails off to other places but uh tonight i wanted to talk to you because you know tonight i was a little tough with our son <laughs> and Last week, you know, it was brought to my attention that I am big on tough love. Like, that's how I am. Not just with my son, apparently with you, and in other conversations sure, I had. Kinda, the... That's been, like, the topic of conversation yeah. the last 10 days, probably, huh? And so, I really felt like, okay, I need to sit down and have a conversation about this. And let me have a better understanding of said tough love that I give because when I think about it in terms of tough love I think about naturally my dad and my thing was he was tough I don't think I'm as tough as him but I am willing to listen and hear you know this apparently I am a tough lover so please tell me how (laughs) (laughs) the best part about all of this to me is um, when you talk to somebody that knows you but not real well they always say really fred he's tough he just seems like such a teddy bear that is the phrase i get all the time right for instance from sean's teacher this week those are the exact words she said to me um but i think you have to understand uh where it's coming from and you need to know that when you are harsh about something, it's because you care about it. And that's not always, you know, if you don't if you don't care, like you've told me, if you don't care, you're just not going to say anything. Exactly. But you're very passionate. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's also interesting, too, because... <laughs> and after, you didn't say it. It's all good. <laughs> well, no, good. the best part is, like, after, after his teacher talked to me about this, about this week, you know, Sean got a little bit in trouble this week because he was... Um, he was hiding at recess. He didn't want to come in from recess. And so the teachers mm-hmm. were calling his name and calling his name. And apparently he was hiding in the bushes for like two minutes, which when you're look when you're missing a kid for two minutes, that is a long time. And uh, and his teacher talked to me for a little bit and and we started talking about other things then about how preschool's going and how he's liking it. And she looked at me and she says, I bet he tells you everything, doesn't he? Mm. And I said <laughs> yeah, I, I see. I said he tells me everything. Well, he tells us everything that happened, and then a lot of times he tells us stuff that doesn't even happen. It just <laughs> happened in his imagination. Yeah, but also like he likes to at this age. He's at the age where everybody tattles on everybody, and it's not necessarily coming across as like a tattle. But like for instance, I'm no, like he a, is a narc. No, he's not a narc. He's four. It, it worries me, Fred. It's not the principles I live by. <laughs> But we'll talk about it another time. He's Go four on. years old. So Sean and I were laying in bed tonight, and uh, you know, you were you were downstairs putting stuff away in the kitchen, and I was putting the kids to bed, and Kaylee was asleep, and I was laying with Sean. He goes, "Mommy," I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Dad yelled at me tonight," and I said, "Oh yeah," and he said, "Yeah," I wasn't listening to some. I don't even remember what he said, and I said, "Yeah," 
he said, I think he was frustrated. And I was like, I, yeah, I think he was too. He, Mommy, I said, yeah. He said, Daddy yelled at Sissy tonight too. And I was like, oh, really? He said, yeah, she wasn't eating her dinner. And then he proceeds to tell me about how she had to sit for a little bit longer because she wasn't eating her food or something else. But he he does. He, he sits and he, especially at night, right before bed, we lay in bed and he tells me everything about his day. And I hope it continues until he's 24. No, that's that's a bad <laughs> sign that clearly, Why? you know, sleep deprivation. He's going to give up all the family. So he's going to no. write a book about us. I think he just loves his mommy. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But no, but yeah, I mean, okay, so you have tough love. You give tough love, and what do I do? Well, you're the quintessential nurturer. You don't think I'm ever tough? Uh, uh, Yeah, but every parent has, like, their breaking point if they get really frustrated after a long day or whatever. Oh, I don't count that as tough, though. That's just, I fell apart. I lost it. Lost my patience. Okay, which it happens. I mean, we can say that on the yeah. microphone. It's not like somebody's going to report us to two for one kids. I don't even know if that's still a thing. But what is two for one kids? Two for one kids. They used to be the hotline you would call when you suspected parents were beating their children. Why do you know that? Why do you, as a kid, why do you know what that was? Because <laughs> it was life. It was all over Cincinnati. Oh my god! So you would call and report somebody's parents? I have never called that. <laughs> no, but like but kids yes, could the, call and report somebody's parents. Can you imagine? Neighbors. Me. See, that's what I'm saying. It's a whole <laughs> society of narcs. No, it's not. Just people. I mean, the Bengals maybe, have the okay, jerk maybe line. Maybe your tough love it, comes from growing up in a town where they had a city. <laughs> the home of two for one kids. <laughs> that you could call, <laughs> and that was like a hotline number that everybody knew. <laughs> Like, I don't know. There wasn't a hotline <laughs> that I could call. Trust me, I would have called it. I would have reported my own parents just because that was the kind of kid I was. See? And they wouldn't even... I know they weren't doing anything wrong. No. See? No, I just had an attitude. But, yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> yes, me being from the home of two for one <laughs> I'm kids just might have I'm just sparked teasing. my tough love. But, but, no. Okay. So, all right. So, I get it with kids, though, right? You always are trying to tell that line of being nurturing or being tough, what have you. But you even say that in regards to, like, my adult relationships, though. No, yeah. You're tough. And I've just been, uh, like, I usually think I am, I don't want to say a pacifist. I don't like confrontation, but it's like. Once I get to a point, no, 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 okay, oh, wait, wait, I will avoid confrontation, but once I find it to be unavoidable, I am all for confrontation. That's not true. That is I'll, not true. Yes, I am. All right, you. All right, you tell me about me, since apparently you don't think you don't think that you're you you think you try to avoid fights all the time. Yeah. Interesting. With who though? I think you pick fights sometimes. With who? Um. The bouncers that one time? That, uh, really? Uh, well, I'll, okay. I'm just saying, I can't say me. Because you're going to say, of course I pick fights with you. You're my wife. I you make me sound like Charles Barkley. No, like, no. I just go out and I just get in a fight no, with security. No, I don't. And you don't. You don't. Absolutely, you <laughs> don't. Like, what? The but you one just... time? But, like... I was well within my right, though. <laughs> I was well within my right. They were being dickheads. I'm just saying... I'm, and, and I wouldn't even call not, that a confrontation because it's not like you just said what you just kind of like check them a little bit with your voice. Yeah, that's all. But it's funny like, like when you try to be hard, your voice changes octaves. Well, of course, that's every guy. You think? 
Yeah, you know the guy who's like, hi, my name is so-and-so, and then they get into a confrontation, and they're like, please stop. Yes. No, who? <laughs> a lot of white boys. Oh, uh, what are you? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Say no more. Um, but no, I'm, I, okay. <laughs> my so, brother. My brother would totally be like, please stop. Please don't fight right now. Who, Tommy? Yes. Tommy's been in more bar fights than me. He worked at a bar just like I did. He was not in fights. Okay. You think my brother was in fights at the bar? I... Throwing punches at people? I know your brother better than you do, apparently. And I get the well, scoop, but I am not that. a snitch. So I'm not going <laughs> to oh, say oh, great. what I know and okay. to what extent. But in any event, we digress. Apparently, I give tough love. You are the quintessential nurturer. But my question is, in regards to my adult relationships with regarding tough love, you know, I can see that that can be off-putting. Right. Like, I I know it's not something that you always want to illustrate. And that's something that, you know, on a case by case basis and depending on the people. But then again, it's not like people are our friends aren't sitting around trying to figure out the psychology of one another to know how to express any type of displeasure with one another. I think that when when it comes to adult relationships, your form of motivation is to be hard on somebody. And you take that as that's the way to motivate somebody. Mm-hmm. So when you have conversations with me, you're like a coach. Like, if I get harder on you, maybe that'll motivate you more. And instead, yeah. I'm like, no, you're just being a jerk. Yeah. So that's yeah. the difference. Like, that's that doesn't... You, you being, like, gruff with me doesn't motivate me. That just makes me want to never speak to you. Yeah. At least for, like, the next 30 minutes. Right. But, but, so I think about it, like, with it's other people... It's a quiet people, 29 minutes. I love it. <laughs> hey! On. I was just playing. playing. Oh, Go my ahead. God. But, but I think when you have those, those conversations also with other adults and you disagree with somebody or you're trying to motivate them to see your point of view, it can come across as harsh when really it's just like tough love yeah to try to motivate somebody but not everybody not responds everybody responds to well to that i had to tell you i had to tell you i did what was that two weeks ago three i don't even well, know I've lost regarding track. you it was regarding like three me weeks ago. it was like three weeks ago you were yeah. just giving me a little bit of tough love and probably i needed to hear it and i looked at you and i said listen i love you and i appreciate you trying to get me motivated like this but i don't need you to be my coach right, right. now i need you to be my cheerleader Mm-hmm. And see, my the the whole reason why we're having this conversation though, is because you know you know very well that there is no relationship with my father and I, and there won't be one. But that was his biggest thing was was tough love. That was the only way he knew how to parent, and his only way of knowing how to connect, right, and and motivate and and show. His love was through that. And so for me, I don't want it to be that because I don't want to leave that lasting impression. But that's not why you don't have a relationship with your father. <clears throat> no. So that's... it's not like that is the reason. That's not the fall of your relationship. It that's wasn't the just... fall of it, but it also showed that in retrospect, he was really ineffective or ineffective in a lot of key moments that he was present for because he didn't know how to properly communicate. Okay. what I needed in gotcha. that time as yeah. far as you know support right? right because I'm learning more and more as a parent you know it it's really we're not the stars of our kids lives right no, it's their life to, to live and we're you know we're role players them. yeah we're supporting them so 
forming them hopefully into being like good human beings right right Right. so and for me i just want to be able to effectively communicate well i don't think you ever want your kid to be afraid of you right Exactly. And I think Right. And I think with tough love sometimes there's a level of I don't wanna I don't wanna make I don't wanna be in trouble. I don't wanna get in trouble. You know, I don't wanna be You don't wanna make a mistake. You don't wanna make a mistake. You yeah. got there's fears of that. So, right. you know, I think that's sometimes why um and I guess God, Sean has been like a great like first kid. Like, I mean yeah, he's, he's a great a, he's kid a great anyway. Kid. He is a great kid. Yeah, the, the second one is She's great too. I know. I know. If she listens to this someday, she's going to be like, my dad, really? (laughs) (laughs) Sean is the great one. There are no favorites in this household. (laughs) There are no favorites at all. Um, But but he, I mean, he, I think we've both learned a lot from being parents to him. And now he's four, almost five. Can you believe that? Yeah, we say it like he's 16. No, but like, I, but like, his personality and yeah. who he is, he's like such a little person now. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got opinions about things. Yeah. He wants to tell you like all about things that are going on in his life. That's what I mean. Like, I hope he still talks to me. Like, I hope that he feels still close to us as he grows up or close to me as he grows up that he trusts us enough to share about what's going on. Like, I mean, even when you know, we remember how we got in the car after school that one day, where were we going? We were going to look at houses for mm-hmm. Bethany and Chris. Mm-hmm. We picked Sean up from school. And I said, how was your day, Sean? I said, tell me about your day. How was it? And oh, he just it's started, a secret? He, he goes, um, it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> what? That really bothered you. I don't know why that, it didn't bother me at all if he didn't <laughs> well, want to share his day. I was like, what do you mean it's a secret? Meh, it's a secret, mommy. Yeah. Well, then I got worried because I was what? like, what? Cause, because he tells me every day. He tells me something about his day. And then it was right. a secret. So did you get in trouble today? You don't want to say what your day was? Yeah. Like, why is it a secret? Yeah. I don't know. I still don't know what happened that day. <laughs> but Two he weeks later. Like, <laughs> he doesn't even remember No, I'm sure he doesn't. Day. No, but, you know. Okay, that, that, all right. So let's switch gears real quick, right? Because... I've started to dub this new thing, and I doubt it's a new thing at all, but it's new to my lexicon. Parental anxiety. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, for me, you already... I'm For those who don't... I'm, my anxiety is through the roof. Like, I take medication regarding my anxiety. But, you know, when I became a parent, right, you couple that, and it's just like... Worst case scenario. And the Do stuff you have that parental anxiety, you think? I absolutely Do you really? have parental anxiety. What are you anxious about? Well, you always kids? are, like, worried, right? You never want something bad to happen to your kids, right? But just like in that instance where you said, um, well, he didn't tell me about his day. I was worried maybe he got in trouble. Like, my parental anxiety goes like oh my god he might have been molested at school today oh my god it's crazy your brain does that my brain takes everything to the worst case scenario of everything (laughs) okay so here's so why don't you think i have like i sure i have some um what sound was that that you just (laughs) because i was gonna say i have i have some Anxiety is what I was going to say. And then I stopped myself to think about, like, do I really have anxiety? 
about the kids. Mm-hmm. Do you not? I have anxiety about, like, other things. Like, school-related? Absolutely not. Really? Like, when I first dropped him off at school, I just... I, my tears were more of the fact that he is, like, a little person now. And he's yeah. grown up so much. Yeah. And he, like, doesn't really need us as much as he did, like, when he was Kaylee's age. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be in school, like, for forever now. Like, now that he's in school five days a week, mm-hmm. he is going to be in school five days a week, maybe yeah. until he's the 22 next 20 years, years old. Yeah, almost the next 20 years. Which is, like, crazy to me. And it makes me like, oh, like, you're just not, you're not so little anymore. Like, where did those four years go? Yeah. But, um... As far as, like, parental anxieties, you worry yeah. about stuff like that when we're not around. I worry about, well, I try not to read very many, like, horror stories about parents. Mm-hmm. I have um, somebody that I follow on Instagram who actually lost her 17, was he 17? No. I want to say he was 17 months old, but he wasn't. I think he would have been 17 months old now. He was, like, 10 months old and, mm-hmm. like, woke up one morning and he had passed in his sleep in his crib and like just I follow her on Instagram and watch her story and Mm. um, if you look up wife styles that's that's her Um, but she just celebrated the one year anniversary of his passing this year and this all happened when I was pregnant and of course I read these stories when I was pregnant and Mm -hmm. so I worry about stuff like that like things you can't control but those are things like I you're never going to know if something horrible like I could I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine going through that and not having answers. Like they did, they did reports or whatever. They never found anything. They just. Mm-hmm. But you know what she did this week for like the one year anniversary or whatever? She went. Uh, they have a hashtag called Love Like Logie. Mm-hmm. His name was Logan, and uh, and and so she used the hashtag Love Like Logie and decided that she was going to spread joy to other families this week in remembrance of him and started this huge chain reaction on Instagram. She went to she went to Target, which was his favorite little thing to do, is go to Target with his older brother and his mom, and she was pregnant at the time with their third, so now Lainey, their youngest, is here. And uh, she passed out $50 gift cards to, fam- like, four families in Target and, like, just said, like, I hope, like, this brings joy to your family. She started one of – she paid for people's drinks at Starbucks because they – her and her little boy used to go to Starbucks after they dropped their oldest off at school. And, like, I can't even imagine, like, the amount of pain that you go through in losing a child. But then to do something like that, to go and, like, spread love throughout the world for mm-hmm. everybody else is, like, incredible to me. Um, but I'm just – like, I worry about stuff like that, like, stupid stuff, like, that you have no control over. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. It's I don't have control of, over if something horrible happens to him at school and stuff. I guess that's true. Yeah. No, that's true. I guess that's, that's really my only anxiety is like, and I feel like it's only with Kaylee. Like, I don't like mm-hmm. worry about that with Sean. And yeah. I don't worry about school stuff with Sean, but maybe that's because I was a teacher. Like, I have a little bit of a... Insight into... Of how a day to day is at school and the teacher's involvement. I mean, let's talk. Let's just let's just talk about things that have happened. Can we talk about stuff that's happened at school with him so far? Yeah. Like I like Sean got in trouble at school. What a second week of school. Yeah. Got in the the teachers turned around and he had his pants down and so did another little boy and they were like showing each other their penises, which is totally normal for four year olds because they're curious Mm -hmm. and they're trying to understand things. Yeah. Um. And I went in and the teacher told me about it and. You know, and I'm sure that a lot of people that would be like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. Yeah. I was kind of like, well, they're four. Yeah. Better now than when we're eight. You know, like, yeah. like this is yeah. why you're in preschool. You're learning. Like, I was like, okay, like, just 
I mean, hopefully he won't do it again. We had to talk about it, and that was it. Like, right. I don't worry about stuff like that. As yeah. far as, like, you know, we did carpool. Like, the first day I dropped him off at carpool, I wasn't worried about somebody snatching him on his way to school while he was walking to his class. Yeah, see, you don't think about stuff like that. See, I, no. I do. But see, but I'm horrible, though, because for somebody with as bad of anxiety as I do, I still watch, like, ghost hunting shows. Listen to true crime podcasts. <laughs> it's like I do I do everything that feeds into the dark recesses of my anxiety. But you know that's fun. which like, just completely continues to perpetuate. But it. that's not just kid related for you. You dropped me off tonight at the yep. local community center park. Yeah. Of like uh top five safest or best towns to raise your children yeah, see, in. But that stuff means nothing. It does. It no, it means something. Because in a lot of those top oh places God. where they're like top place to live where it's like less crime. <laughs> that means there's still some crime that happens. You just don't want to be one of the three crimes that happen. <laughs> so it's Sunday afternoon. It uh, is what sunny did I say? outside. What did I say? Crime doesn't take a day off. <laughs> Okay. There's no shifts. It's 4.30 in the afternoon. We are at the community center park. We're at the baseball field. There's a lacrosse game going on. There are people. And I had Fred drop me off near the softball field. And I was meeting people there. And I there were three different fields. And I didn't know which one it was. So I said, well, you leave me here. The baby was crying in the car. I said, drop me here. They're right behind. They'll be here in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Fred was like, you, you were like, I don't want to just leave you in a park by yourself. It's 4.30 in the afternoon. Who thinks I'm being unreasonable, guys? You see the world we live in. The community center, and I'm 30 years old. You don't think I can sit on a park bench by myself for five minutes? No, I think you can. (laughs) But what I don't want is for some, like, 45-year-old drifter who has old man strength to be watching from the tree line, watch me drop you off, and then he's just going to hit a dead sprint as soon as I pull out. So what did I do? I FaceTimed you. <laughs> Just so you I knew. drove away and 30 seconds later you're FaceTiming. I'm like, what are you doing? I get it. I'm a 65-year-old mom. I get it. But it's all good. It's for the safety oh. of my family. Okay. I'm also a thousand percent me, capable of taking care of myself. I think my anxiety makes me a more loving and involved and invested <laughs> husband and father. But I get it. It can probably be a little overbearing at times. You know. It's endearing. Well, I, you know, <laughs> when I guess when it's more love and less tough. Yeah, it see, can that be, was more love. Yeah, I guess it's just de- was, decreasing yeah. some of the tough I guess. and increasing some of the love. <laughs> that sounds like a show on HG, uh, not HGTV, the Oxygen. Hallmark Channel. Yeah, which speaking of which, we're getting in, we're close to the holiday season. They have their have, fall holiday season. They have fall movies too. I thought lot. it was just Christmas. Well, I don't know, but I was on Netflix last night. There was something that was like falling in love, and I was like, oh, now we're playing on those words for this season, like. Oh, okay, I get it. That's corny. Oh, um, <laughs> took you a minute. Dang. Okay. I know I did stare at you. All right. So another part of this show is the fact that I ended much sooner than I used to. So oh, I am guaranteeing. Yes, we're almost at the point where people tend to check out because their commute to wherever they are headed is just about over. So, so you're cutting me off. I'm sorry. Was there more? Do you have a mixtape that you're about to drop? Or <laughs> yes. What? If you go to my, uh... <laughs> what 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 I can say is, um, you know, I talked a little bit about uh, me entering a, a new career on the last episode, and you know, it's good to have you on because you have absolutely been the the engine behind it in regards to helping me choo, with choo. 
branding myself and getting myself out there because in case you guys haven't noticed um uh, i'm a very private person my first instinct isn't to grab my camera and let you all know what i'm doing i feel very safe behind a microphone i'm not one to be in front of the camera but obviously as a realtor i'm sorry realtor i, I was oh, told how oh. to pronounce it this week there's no uh it's realtor no, real. real utter. No, don't do that. Just so, be real. Just be real, Tor. So, um, you have been the one to help me say, oh, well, why don't you do a post here? Because we're checking out these homes here. So, let's get a picture here, get a picture there. And, you know, thank you. You're welcome. Is what I wanted to do. Let's you're give welcome. you your flowers while you're on the show. And, and give flowers? you your props. No, it's, it's <laughs> metaphorically speaking. When you give people the flowers, well, why All right, I'm going to have to smile. cash in on those later. February. Uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, thank you for coming by on the show. You're and welcome. Thanks for having me. Stepping like into the, the new and improved Flagrant Take Studio. <laughs> okay. for, uh, our bedroom. <laughs> yeah. For the the magic cat. <laughs> you're uh, weird. You're weird. Okay. All right. So do you want to lock us out since you have so much more that you would love to say? I will give you the microphone. I just wanted to say that I'm proud of you for jumping into a new career and you're doing awesome. So don't sell yourself short. I appreciate that. We appreciate your tough love. Thank you. But just know that sometimes people take it more as tough than as love. But that's okay. I will continue to try to work on that. I appreciate you for continuing to make me better. Um, Guys, thank you for tuning in on SoundCloud or iTunes or however you're consuming it. I do appreciate it. Please don't forget to like, rate, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Share with a friend. We appreciate any and all support. And uh, and let you, us know what you guys want to hear on the podcast moving forward. There, You said there's a place you can comment, right? Absolutely. So leave a comment down there. Tell us the kinds of things that you want to hear. You want to hear us talk about. Do you have questions about parenting? Do you have questions about real estate? North Carolina? Anything. Anything at all. <laughs> okay. Why do you... <laughs> you didn't want to lock it out. My bad, but that was oh, dope. Again. I just to add it. Yeah, you know. Sorry. Oh, I didn't mean to jump in. Oh, Pass the know. rock, Kobe. Y'all take care and have a good night and have a great week. Peace. I Bye. do not buy dreams. I sell it.